Hello fun people, I'm Isaac Carlson, and today we're going to break down the ending of Pixar's newest film, Turning Red. Of course, spoilers are ahead, starting right now. May embraced the panda. Unlike the generations of women who came before her, May took her father's advice and allowed herself to become her true self. The point isn't to push the bad stuff away, it's to make room for it, live with it. The director of Turning Red, Domi Shi, explained that through this story, she hopes to encourage the audience, especially young girls, to embrace their inner pandas, to take up space, to be loud and messy and weird. Her mother, grandmother, and aunts left their pandas behind in the spirit realm with their ancestor, Sun Yi, but Mei felt it was a part of her. Her journey to become her own person had to include the panda, so when she was in the astral world, she recombined with it. I don't believe the darkness her mother warned about or the overexposure to the panda made her unable to break away, May did it for herself, and she reaffirmed that decision when she entered the astral plane a second time. After attacking Tyler and seeing her mother's Godzilla-sized panda, she knew that her powers could be dangerous, but she wasn't willing to allow that fear to hold her back any longer because she had found love and connection outside of her family. While her parents brought May to tears when they discovered the panda had emerged within her, her friends kept her calm, secure, and happy. Something about you guys, like, neutralizes the panda. Aww, it's our love. We're like a warm and fuzzy blanket. Yeah. May knows that her friends are the people she loves most in the world, but her mother can't bear to accept that, which is why Ming feels so betrayed when May turns against her wishes and leaves the ritual to go to the Four Town concert. You see, prior to May becoming a 13-year-old, her mother was one of her best friends. She was a role model, and The Art of Turning Red, which I've linked below for you if you'd like to get it yourself, even describes her as being a glowing god for May until she literally becomes a monster who is ruining her life. The red panda within Ming is unleashed not only because her medallion broke, but because the relationship dynamics between May and Ming were changing, a topic that is not new for director Domi Shi. You see, she was actually the writer and director of Disney Pixar's short film Bao, which followed an old lady smothering her dumpling son to death and was a showcase of Domi Shi's relationship with her mother. Turning red continues that exploration and makes it even more personal by setting the film in the place where she grew up, Toronto, Canada. Specifically in Turning Red though, we see May wrestle with whether she should remain a perfect girl to honor her parents or forge a life of her own so she can be her true self. May knows she is no longer as similar to her mother as she once believed, but she has no clue what a future without her mother's influence would look like and she doesn't want to hurt her. Everything is uncertain, including including whether their relationship would be able to endear May's rebellion. We see through Ming and her mother how mistakes in the past can rip mothers and daughters away from each other, even though they still love and respect one another. Through May's father Jin, we find out May's mother and grandmother fought over whether Ming should be with Jin, and when all of May's family members venture to the astral plane during the second ritual, Ming admits that she retains a lot of guilt for scarring her mother during their fights. I got so angry and I and I lost control. I'm just so sick of being perfect. I'm never going to be good enough for her. 
Mei and Ming both felt pressure from their mothers to be perfect, and they were tortured by what would happen if they didn't continue to live up to those expectations. For the longest time, Mei's mother reached out her hand to her daughter to keep her close and to be her guide, but in the astral plane, it's Mei who reached out her hand to support her and bring her back home. Even though Mei and Ming's mothers had the best of intentions and would do anything for their daughters, that's not always felt. But Ming got to see how far her mother would go to keep her safe as she unleashed her panda to protect her daughter. Mei's grandmother forgave Ming for the mistakes in their past and acted when she knew her daughter needed her. You don't have to apologize. I'm your mother. Both Mei and her mother were shown that they can be pulled apart and go in different directions while still retaining a relationship over time. There is hope for them. But how were all of Mei's relatives able to be free of their pandas after unleashing them? I thought Ming made it clear that you only have one chance to banish it and you cannot fail. Otherwise, you'll never be free. Well, I think that you may never be free of the panda if you don't separate from it during your first ceremony. May's elders all succeeded at locking their pandas away once, which gives them the freedom to do it again. But during May's first red moon, she keeps the panda, which I believe means their souls are now intertwined. Everything that made May feel weird and different will now always be a part of her. I didn't have overbearing parents like May, but I absolutely was a perfectionist like she was. And while I've gotten a lot more confident in my ability to do things, that overthinking mind that I have has never truly went away. I definitely have that feeling still like I'm never good enough. What makes it even worse though is that to figure out who we are and who we can become, we typically have to distance ourselves from where we came from. May doesn't want to leave her mother, but she has to so that she can thrive, and hearing her talk about that hit me the hardest during the movie. You see, three months ago, I moved a thousand miles away from my home in Wisconsin to be in Orlando, Florida, so I could live out my dream of living next to Disney World. And while it's been really fun, I hated leaving my parents. I love my childhood. I was happy where I was, and I like spending time with my parents, but something inside me made me know I needed to leave, even though I knew I would miss the times I had there. I couldn't stay forever, and May in Turning Red couldn't be by her mother's side forever either. Ming did open her hand to May in the astral realm, but May had the ability and the strength to push her off her side, which forced their relationship to move forward. I'm finally figuring out who I am, but I'm scared it'll take me away from you. Don't hold back for anyone. The farther you go, the prouder I'll be. After seeing May's entrepreneurial success, earning money by creating merchandise and allowing photo ops with her as the Red Panda, Ming decided to add May's ideas to their family's business, which has allowed it to thrive like never before. Kids are wearing fur baby and panda power shirts and have red panda ears on when they visit the temple. There's even a picture of the Lee family, May's friends, and Fortown together in the temple's gift shop, symbolizing that May and her mother have come to a new understanding. Ming is listening 
listening and respecting May's thoughts and creativity, which is important to do since they appear to have to pay for the Sky Dome to be rebuilt. I guess the stadium probably didn't have giant magical beast destruction covered in their insurance policy. Sure, May's mother still questions her daughter's decisions at times out of concern, but she respects and embraces May when she's firm about what she needs. And that's because May continues to respect her parents as well. When May goes out, she still assures them she'll be home for dinner at a reasonable time. May is finding a balance in her life between her family and her friends, who Ming now accepts. Throughout Turning Red, May's mother was very uncertain of Miriam in particular, but now she knows that they are good friends for May, and that if she wants to have May in her life, she needs to welcome them into her life too. May is going to continue to change, but that doesn't mean her mother will ever stop being a part of her life. I just liked seeing a movie about adolescence. Transitioning from being a kid to an adult is a slow, weird, and complicated time, but it's an experience I don't think any of us will ever forget. I feel like middle school is where everyone has the same type of enthusiasm that you had as a kid, but now it's just being directed in a million different ways and there's suddenly expectations for what you should like. There's so much to continue to discuss about this movie, like how Tyler has completely transitioned from Bully to one of May's best friends, which I absolutely loved, and we definitely need to break down May's dream. So make sure to subscribe for every Turning Red discussion I make in the future and let me know what questions or theories you'd like me to discuss either down in the comments or over on our imaginative Discord server. Thank you so much for watching and remember to stay weird.